0: And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures podcast. I am your host and the author of the piece you're going to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. <laughs> How you doing? I don't know why I laughed at my own name like that. It just it's weird, right? It's just it's weird to introduce yourself after all this time, hundreds of episodes still strange. still makes no sense to me. But I'm real glad that you're here. And for those of you who listen to the introduction, I'm real glad that you keep me company. I want to talk to you today about science news, because the science uh, pages of various uh, news sites that I read have been utterly fascinating recently. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a joke I heard a long time ago about how nuclear fusion, I always get fission and fusion wrong, is, is 10 years away. Like it's always going to be 10 years away was the joke. Like uh, if, if you go to a barbecue or a cookout uh, like with lots of different vendors, you'll almost always see a sign that says free beer tomorrow. Well, it's never tomorrow, so you never get free beer. I, uh, <laughs> I was just shocked that now there are articles out there actually talking about this great advancement in, hypothetically, renewable green nuclear power. Uh, I know a lot of people have very strong opinions on on nuclear energy in general, uh, the traditional reactors at least. And I don't really want to get into any of that. I just want to say, what an amazing advancement, right? How cool. Uh, I- I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't understand it all. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand any of it. But I do very much like it, and the energy that uh, I've read coming off these things is, is simply incredible. Uh, and then recently a movie came out for Netflix called Glass Onion, and I just couldn't laugh at the timing enough of it because, no spoilers, a central plot point in that movie is uh, a very rich man is is investing pretty much everything he has in uh, a kind of renewable fission uh, made from hydrogen that comes out of the ocean, right? So basically an endless supply. And uh, again, for those who haven't seen the movie, I won't won't go into it anymore from there. But how funny. How funny. I guess it's just one of those things that's right on the periphery because I don't think I I heard a single reference to it in pop culture uh, anywhere in the 2010s. And then there it is right there coming out. It's, it's kind of magical, the idea that you might be able to make power plants with reactors that you don't have to worry about the water supply. You don't have to worry about the, the insurance cost. The insurance cost for a traditional reactor, I don't know if you know this, uh, is paid by the American taxpayer pretty much wherever that reactor is globally. And it's several million dollars a year of insurance policy per reactor. I I believe it's up to 3.6 now, 3.6 million per reactor, Uh, just insurance per year. Uh, Because, of course, you have to insure things for the damage that they can cause. And again, people are very passionate about this subject. And just mentioning this kind of thing gets people all all kind of amped up, which is definitely not the goal here. But the idea that, just just think about that, right? Just think about $3 million, just round down, $3 million per reactor, right? Per year. And just think if all of that could go into an energy source instead of insurance for an energy source, right? It's just incredible. If it actually does take off, if this is a real thing that can happen globally. It's one of the most interesting stories I've ever really come across. And it's a quiet revolution so far. We'll see what it turns into. But, well, but I trust the eggheads and they seem very, very, very happy about this. So that's, that's just kind of a nice thing to to read about. Just kind of poked around, just did a couple of articles. No, no big scholastic uh, endeavor on my part. Up next, James Webb. Now, this one's a lot uh, near and dear to people's hearts. I think uh, I've only I've enjoyed the pictures, but I've only recently kind of dug into the actual mechanics of the thing and why it's such a big deal. And it's pretty funny. I've been reading a lot of quotes from from NASA over the course of my life, and they're generally pretty, you know, for such a smart group of people, generally pretty humble. Um, <laughs> not a lot of aggrandizing there, uh. But reading the actual celebratory phase of this thing and how much it's captured public attention and how well they think it's it's working already, I I gotta say it's very cool. Six times more powerful than Hubble. Um, obviously Hubble is old news at this point, but that's a that's quite the generational leap. And then all the infrared. Uh, photographing that it does, that no human eye can, can possibly see, I just think that that's fascinating. And I've always loved the pillars of creation. If you don't know what they are, they're three kind of uh, strands uh, of nebula in space. And what I, I didn't know, uh, as somebody who, who saw the picture and thought that they were very cool all his life, I didn't know that they're already gone. They've already collapsed, Uh, and uh, we won't see that on Earth for hundreds and hundreds of years now, if I read it right. And I just think that that's amazing, right? Now we got these beautiful, almost ghostly versions of the Pillars of Creation, and wow, they're already gone, and just, it takes, you know, it takes light years, literally, for for the image to actually uh reach us of what's going on now like a a, a sun 10,000 light years away can nova and be no more or or turn into you know like a white dwarf or something but you won't see it for 10,000 years right not from earth it takes that long for that light to twinkle out and no longer reach us how many stars in the sky are gone well Things like James Webb Telescope are really answering questions like that, and I think it's fascinating, but that's not the super cool part of it. From a personal note, I I think I have a new favorite picture of space called the Phantom Galaxy. If you haven't looked that up, James Webb Phantom Galaxy. It doesn't look real. It looks like a sci-fi rendition of something, and I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I really do. I think that's absolutely amazing. Like... At the end of the day, it's it's just for. I mean, obviously, it's not just for me. It's captured a lot of people's attention. But just on a personal note, me to you, person to person, I think it's a maze to be amazed. I think it's I think it's so interesting that I I saw these new pictures of uh, uh, of the pillars of creation and thought they were just breathtaking. They were just perfect. They were just wonderful, and they filled me with hope. But to to see something else that I found even more astounding without looking for it, without seeking it out, without knowing that it exists at all, that's a wonderful thing. There's probably some great big word for it, like epiphany, that I don't know. Like an epiphany is a realization that fundamentally changes your view of the world. Or, or fundamentally changes your thinking would probably be a better definition off the top of my head. There's, it's probably something like that, like an accidental version of one because, boy, it's not a realization that when, when something like that comes along, you just get it. And to receive that gift for nothing, wonderful, absolutely amazing. But that's that's not the fun part to me about these fucking nerds. <laughs> reading about the mechanics and how much more powerful it is than Hubble and how it does what it does, I started, you know, reading the quotes from the the scientists working on this thing. And they are already talking about, like, you think that thing's cool? Well, that thing's only got eight meters of mirror. I think it's eight meters off the top of my head. And they're already talking about how they're going to make this 12-meter mirror telescope, and they can't wait to launch that. And I'm probably going to get the name slightly wrong, but they're calling it the Habitable Worlds Observatory. And unlike James Webb, which is peering into space, a big part of its mission statement is to observe redshift, right? Blue shift, redshift. Redshift so that we can more accurately understand how stars are formed and when. Uh, to get to get more timetable and that kind of thing. That's a big part of James Webb's uh, mission statement. Uh, the Habitable Worlds Observatory is instead going to just trying to be looking for exoplanets, trying to observe them in level of detail and understanding that we've never done before. And obviously, from, from its very perhaps mercurial name, I guess we'll find out, is, is it going to find them? Uh, James Webb gave the first image uh, of an exoplanet, a planet outside of our solar system, but that's not where they're done. They're they're not finished with that just because they've got an image. Pluto used to be just, even up until the year 2000, used to be this kind of shitty little black dot at the end of our universe. (laughs) And now you can see it in gorgeous color. It looks like rust is all over the planet, the reds and the light blues. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous planet. And uh, you know, even the person who found it had no concept of how beautiful it was, right? Named after the god of death. <laughs> and I don't think it would have gotten that name if the, if it had been seen in Coorth for the first time. So the idea that there's going to be this much bigger and stronger telescope to actually look at the planets, now that's fascinating to me. Uh, and uh, I I thought that I would just share that with all the rest of you who didn't know. You don't see nerds, especially when they're pushing the 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 boundary of a of a discipline, especially when they're they're pushing the edge of something. Uh, <laughs> you don't see them usually uh, hands on hips calling so loudly. Uh, so it was wonderful to see that happen in, in both energy, uh, you know, physics. Uh, and then also astronomy and cosmology, right? Not cosmetology, cosmology—the the, the science of the origins of the universe—is that a real discipline? Yes, it is. I've always I've always thought it would be one of the best <laughs> because you know you could fake it. Pretty pretty good. There's a lot of sciences that you simply you can't fake, even uh, you know, a sentence of. But cosmology, like I think the Earth is act or the universe is actually 15.2 billion years old, not 13.8. And uh, look, look, here's here's my graph. There's way more red. Where's that? Way less red than there should have been. Uh, you know, you'll get some you'll get some Newsweek. You'll get some Newsweek coverage if you do that, as a cosmologist. I always thought you could fake it pretty good for a little bit and then get called out. Uh, especially since they keep updating the age of the universe. And why you <laughs> Just don't go too far out the lines, and people will never know you're a fraud. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is, I am just going to fully admit... I don't know what the hell I'm talking about with this next one, but I do think it's interesting. And again, it's got that same energy as the first two. I've now read several stories on what they're called the crummiest. <laughs> the crummiest. <laughs> the... <sighs> wow, I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't get over it. Se- several Several quotes and several articles have referred to it this way. The crummiest warping in the universe. Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to say black hole, because we just talked about James Webb. Uh, not black hole. Um, oh, my God. What do they call it? It's, it's in every bit of sci-fi ever since Star Trek. You go through. It's, it's warping. Uh, wormhole. There it is. I don't, yeah, I, I could have come better prepared. For this. Like I said, this one, this one, I'm totally out of my depth on. Right? I don't understand quantum physics. I, I un- to, in my mind, quantum is basically a bullshit word because laymen use it wrong all the time, as far as I can tell. I, I personally, I can't understand it, but I know that the excitement is there. And basically, if if I understand the premise correctly. <laughs> Scientists have intentionally created a wormhole, a small crummy wormhole in their own language, their own vernacular, that they can successfully prove has transmitted data from one computer to another. That's teleportation, baby. Now, it's not the exciting kind of teleportation, it's not the you mean we might finally be done with planes and airlines and traffic no sad, sadly not i mean even on ds9 they had elevators so just you know you got to you got to buckle up transit might always suck <laughs> i never got over the fact that there were slow elevators on ds9 i just i, I still think that that's one of the most amazing things I mean, it's way slower than we have now. Ah. (laughs) But it is teleportation. It's using a shortcut through the space time continuum to get something from one place to another. And they're saying they could prove it, demonstrate it, repeat it, the whole thing. Now, this one's not like the last two stories, where there's very clear-cut... Like, you get, you get through all the denseness, and then the last couple of paragraphs are nerds, you know, basically with, with champagne uncorked between their thighs, saying, Drink up. It's a sexual podcast. Deal with it. Uh, this one was much more of a, Well, it's interesting, and we'll see where it goes. I'm sorry. It's, you've, you've invented teleportation to a certain degree. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need more fist pumps or something. I'm gonna need just a little bit more cockiness. Like, I, I appreciate that you're downplaying expectations and everything. You don't want another life on Mars, uh, situation going on. I get that. I'm sorry. You, you created a wormhole and then you shoved something through it? I I can't even do that with with like tiles around the house, not effectively, and here you are, just punching holes in the universe and sending information on through. Uh, take a bow, God damn it, use different language <laughs> So that's the science news that I've been reading recently, all of it just eye-popping to me, all of it just amazing, and hopefully I have not proven myself too much of a dunce uh, and gotten it too wrong. Uh, Really, though, if you want to join me in just a bit of awe, James Webb Phantom Galaxy, look at it. Just look at it. If you haven't seen it, just look at it and just imagine for a moment. You got to live at a time and place in the world where you got to see this faraway galaxy. And it is more gorgeous than any of the space nonsense in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or... Pretty much any sci-fi movie I've ever seen, I mean just reality more gorgeous than fiction right what a what a thing thank you, thank you for letting me nerd out a little bit with you uh i-i feel a little bit silly quite frankly, every time i do, but uh i- I for everybody who who listened, thank you, I appreciate it, and you very, very, very much. Uh, and hopefully I, I got to raise a couple of eyebrows myself, make some smiles happen myself. That would, that's pretty much all I'm trying to do here, the introduction anymore. Uh, thank you very much for being, oh no, wait, I'm at the end, I'm at the beginning of the podcast. you you, that was all the vegetables, now you want the dessert. That's, whoops, I got ahead of my, I'm sorry, we're talking about such major things, kind of felt like the end of something to me. No, no. You've been very good girls, you've been very sweet ladies. You absolutely deserve this piece uh this one's a hundred percent a fan request uh humbly ask that you keep shoveling them on in. If you want me to get to fifty two podcasts this year, right, that's the goal. That's the resolution and we're and we're doing good at it so far, right? This is five for five baby uh it would mean so much to me if you would submit a fantasy a request anything uh that's uh go ahead just find me on tumblr t u m b l r because if it had an e that would make sense uh and then just search the gray knight all one word t h e g r e y k n i g h t there's a nice little anonymous button that you can press and you can you can feel completely confident just go ahead uh and send in whatever fantasies whatever you want cuz today's uh, splish splash, uh, episode e is one hundred percent just an anonymous request. I thought it. I thought it sounded really nice. I just did it as is. Uh, hope you like it. Hope you enjoy it. And it goes a little something like this. Well, hello there, baby girl. I have a little something for you. Well. I have a little something for us. Well, I have a little something for me, and I have to use you to get it. So, this is a, quotation marks, gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift for you. Look, it's even wrapped in a box and everything. Doesn't that take the sting off of it? Oh, I, I guess you don't know what it is yet. There he- Go ahead. Open it. I'll wait for you. Don't worry. You have all day. I'll be very patient. I'll just hum the Jeopardy theme song in my mind. There you go. Nope. It's all right. Just get the ribbon off and the paper. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. We have all day. All night, all the rest of our life. There we go. What do you have there? What's that? Oh, what a weird and wondrous and wonderful surprise for the both of us, huh? huh isn't it just? I had no idea. This must be a late present from Santa Claus or some other blithe spirit. Hmm? Well, look at that. That looks like a very high end sex toy. Mm hmm. Has the optional penetrations, got the little wand that vibrates on top. Why, this looks like just about everything. That anyone could ever want. Well, looks like everything that a woman could want. But why did I? Why did I have it? And why did I give it to you? That's so strange. That's so weird. Oh, it's even. You know, what's really getting me? These things are usually shrink wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Not gift wrapped. They're shrink wrapped. They've got that plastic around them. But it looks like it was already opened up and cleaned off and sanitized and charged up. I don't really know how you can tell that by looking at it, but that seems to be what's going on here, you know? Yeah? Oh, isn't it a strange thing? And then a really weird impulse is coming over me right now, like maybe just grabbing your neck with my left hand and kind of pushing you against this wall a little bit. Oh, not really choking you, but just squeezing you. Just making sure you know that I could. That I could just take that oxygen away from you at any given time. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Must be this device. It must be very advanced. I mean, let's face it. You've always wanted me to be your sex toy. So, wouldn't it be nice if this one did it for you? Oh, wow. Huh. Well, this seems very intuitive. I've already learned how to turn it on and turn this little vibration feature up just one notch from the basic. Ooh, I hope that's not too much. Mm. You know, I think you looking at me and giving me those eyes, I don't really think that that is conducive to what we're trying to accomplish here. This is teamwork, is it not? So let's just go ahead... And 180U you gets you to face that wall. Push your pretty little hair so that your forehead touches it. There we go. Looking down at the ground. There we are. That's what we're talking about. And just sort of kick, kick your little legs open here. Oh no. Don't be shy. Don't be sad. There we are. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Nope. Just have to open you all the way up, don't we, don't we, don't we? Oh, my goodness. Ooh, look at that. We seem to be going extra wide today. Are you just that empty? Do you really feel nothing in your little holes unless they're plugged on up? There we go. Uh-huh. Don't worry, I'm still squeezing the throat from behind. I'm getting my mouth right next to your ear. You know, I could just chop it right off. I can just kind of lower this little toy. hmm Stroke it up and down your thighs. Ah, oh, see, it's a little difficult to do that, though. Uh-uh. I'll get used to it, just a little bit of resistance, the The head here, vibrating against your thighs is causing a little bit more resistance than I thought. Mm-mm-mm. What a strange, strange present. Uh-huh. What's it for? How would I know? It's for me to fucking come to, that's what it's fucking for. Oh, why tonight? Well, it's our six-month anniversary. You don't... You didn't... You didn't get me anything? You don't celebrate half anniversaries? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's very, very sad. I'm gonna pout and cry and just feel awful that the love of my life didn't get me anything. hmm well, maybe I'll just take it out on your ass after. One of the two, we'll see what happens. There we are. Uh-huh. Is it driving you nuts, feeling that vibration up and down each thigh? Do you wish it was somewhere else? I bet you fucking do. You know why? Because you're a giant fucking slut for me. Just for me. Only me. But you are such a goddamn slut for me. And I fucking love it. Oh, I think you love it too. Mm -hmm. I have always been so curious about your gal talk when you're bragging about all the things that I make you do for me. How do you frame it? Are you excited? Are you encouraged? Do you want more and more and more and tell your women friends that I am the best thing that's ever happened to your body? Or is that just in my mind as I jerk off? mm mm Right there. Oh, you know I love it. You do, don't you? You know that I love to tease you, to manhandle you like this. Oh, however much I want to keep choking you, I have to drop this hand down to molest these amazing breasts of yours. mm not even going to take off your fucking bra. I want you tight as possible. What's that? You want me to? Fuck off, I don't give a shit. mm let's keep them nice and constrained. I like that. Ah, uh-uh, ah, if you haven't been able to tell yet... This is basically bondage, except I'm holding you in position. And you're very, very, very good at it. I bet your knees are going to ache just as soon as we really start playing with this pussy. Mm. See, I have to drop my hand down just a little bit lower. Just to go ahead and get those panties down. And your legs are spread, so we're stretching them out. Oh, you must hate that. Mm -mm. See, these aren't even your nicest panties. You really had no intention of celebrating with me tonight, did you? Did you? No, you did not, goddamn. You don't lie to me or else I'll stuff this fucking thing in your mouth and turn it up the whole way. I will make your teeth chatter. Mm, mm, mm. You love to be dominated by me. You love to let that sick, sweet little slut out. And we both know the truth that you giving me all that affection shows me that you really do care. You do, don't you? And you do, don't you? You really do care about me, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. You want me to feel just as good as you do, don't you? hmm Oh, no. The toy just keeps on creeping up. The toy just keeps on creeping up a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. There we go. There we go, right there, isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. Yeah? You like that, you need that, you want that? Yes, you fucking do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is the good stuff, isn't it? (sighs) You like that? You like just lightly touching against that clit and then backing off? No? You don't? You think that's teasing? That's terrible. Who would ever tease you, sweetheart? Not me. Definitely not me. I would never, ever, ever... No, not this sweet baby with this wonderful earlobe. Uh Uh-huh. You want me to keep the pressure on? Ooh, the way you're pushing your hips forward. Does that mean you're trying to get away from my cock? Does that mean you like the toy more than me? Should I be jealous of it? Oh, there's no right answer for you tonight, is there? That's terrible. You poor, 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 poor thing. Mm, That's exactly what you are for me, aren't you? A thing. A thing for me to fuck. There we go. There we go. Mm, mm. Now I want you to really let loose on this thing and you don't have to worry about daddy because he already jerked off to you real fucking good today as soon as he saw this toy. He couldn't help himself. He already jerked himself off twice just to thinking about how much fun it would be to play with this toy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Isn't that nice? Isn't that fun? Yes, it goddamn is, isn't it? Yes, it goddamn is, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right there. Right there. Just a soft little petty motion down your fucking clit then right back on top. Mmm, so much better than just holding it against you, don't you think? No? Who gives a fuck what you think? Uh Uh-uh, not me. You'll come for anything I do. You'll come for me if I tell you to drag your cunt across the goddamn hardwood floor. Mmm, you love being put in your place, don't you, baby? Yes, you do. And I've got all the perfect places for you. All the best positions. There we go. There we go. Oh, holding it against you now. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? Don't you need it? Don't you want more of it? Come on. Feel that fucking vibration against you. Feel that fucking vibration against you. Yes, indeed, you fucking can. Yes, indeed, you goddamn well Baby, 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 fucking baby, yes, 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 come on, hold it against there, yes, 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 you can, yes, you can, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, mm-hmm, I love the little noises that you make, I love the vibrations that shoot through you and how they make you shake, come on, that wand head is right against that clit. I'm right behind you, pressing my chest into your fucking back. You feel how big I am? You feel how dense I am? How I'm holding you here? There's nothing you could do. You better appreciate it. You better appreciate that I'm right fucking here, here. Hand right back to that neck and a nice little squeeze again. Oh, see, you really need those windpipes open now. Just a little squeeze. That's too much, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm, Just a little too much is just the right amount for you, isn't it? You fucking love it, don't you? You fucking love it, don't you? Come on. Open your legs all the way. Come on. Pivot those feet out. I've got you. You can lean against me. I need you to fuck this head. Right with your clit, come on, grind it against me like you wish you could, my tongue, right now. Go, 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 yes you are, yes you are, you're gonna come for me, yes you are, aren't you, aren't you? Did you need the permission, did you need me to say it? You are going to come for me, aren't you? Good girl, good girl, yes you can, good girl, yes you can, good girls come for me. Good girls come for me, don't they? Yes, they do. Good girls come for me. Press against it. Press against it. Keep fucking it. Good girls come for me. Yes, they do. Very good girl. Oh, who's a very good girl? My goodness, it's you, isn't it? Oh, you sweet little thing. Come here. Mm. No, you don't get another. One kiss is already very fucking generous. It's so fucking generous. In fact, I don't even know why I'm taking the penetrative aspect of this one and pushing it right up against those already swollen lips. Shh. I know it's intense. That's part of the fucking fun for me. Mm, this is what I was jerking off to. You with my hand around your neck facing the other direction and me taking this toy mhm mhm and pushing it right inside those sensitive swollen pussy lips yes and fucking indeed oh you love it don't you oh, say you love it don't you say you fucking love it say i love it daddy Say I love it, sir. Uh Uh-uh, I'm gonna make you go through the entire fucking alphabet of Dom names. And if you get one wrong, I'm gonna make you start all over again. Don't make me pull out the plug. Uh Uh-uh, I want this to be fun for you. It's supposed to be a night of celebration. I'll fucking end things with you if you can't do it right. You know this is what I need. Oh, is that enough time? Is your pussy recovered enough to get thrust into now? Because I have to say, fucking you without even seeing your pussy? Just reaching up from underneath you and fucking up inside you? (sighs) (laughs) Mm, This is what life's all about. This is why I sprang for the nicest model because I want you to have the best fucking feeling that you could. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Because that's what's important to me. The sensation, the experience, getting it all out there. You can't have this with anybody else, can you? Can you? You can't have this with anybody else, can you? God damn you. No, you can fucking not. Give it to me. Give it to me, god damn you. Give it to me, god damn you. Ah, ah, I didn't ask for your fucking cum, I asked for your fucking cunt. There we go. Oh, the harsh language always makes you bat your eyes even though you pretend it doesn't. I own this pussy. This pussy is mine. I get to do whatever I want with it, whenever I want with it. I gave you this toy. You're going to give me your cum. You hear me? I gave you this toy. You're going to give me your cum. I gave you this toy. You're going to give me your fucking cum. You're going to give me that fucking cum. You hear me? I'm not asking you. Keep it push it keep it going. Come on, hold yourself in position. See, Daddy has to put his left arm around your waist to hold you there and fuck you right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Good girl. 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 Mm. <laughs> Give it to me. Give me that cum. Give me that cum. Yes, you can. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, and that's how I can tell you've really had enough. Mm-hmm. When you go so fucking limp, the way that you really use that wall to brace against instead of me. Mm. There we go. We can turn it off now. Ah, that's the good stuff. hmm mm-hmm. Just go ahead and put that down. And then lift you up. Oh, don't scream too loud. Come on, drape around me. Here we go. There we are. Okay, okay. Left foot, right foot. Left foot, right foot. There we fucking go. Good girl. hmm very good girl. There. What a long, complicated day you have, and then you got assaulted, just absolutely taken as soon as you came in the front door. Weren't even allowed to take your bra off. How terrible. What a Neanderthal I am, huh? Mm. There we go. Let's just go ahead and mm-hmm. kiss those pretty lips of yours. Mm-hmm. 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 Tell me you love it when I take control. Yes, you do. Go ahead. Stroke my chest while I kiss you. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel big and strong. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, <sighs> See, I should probably open with all those kisses and all that nice stuff. But fuck that shit. What, you want to be pampered both ends of it? Mm-mm. It's a good thing I don't swat that ass for that insolence. I have had the most amazing last six months with you. I really have. It's been like a whole new life in some ways. I don't mean to put too much pressure on you. And I know you don't want to for me, but truly, it's been wonderful, 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 really getting to know you, meeting you, learning you, and having so much fun with you. And I wanted to surprise you and give you a nice little toy, and I wanted to break it in so that any time you used it, you could think of me and how I think of you how I want you, how I need to touch you, how I need your come. I did tell you one little lie, though. I didn't mean to. It just turned out to be a lie. You understand? No malice, no aforethought. I just have to confess everything since I don't ever, ever, ever want to mislead you. Even though I did jerk off twice a day to the idea of what we just did, and I wanted that to satisfy me entirely, as it turns out, hearing you come, feeling you against me, and then kissing you, I kind of need to come again. Don't worry, though. This time, mm -hmm, we can take off your bra and let you relax a little bit first.